Stories, fables, ghostly tales. A man is brought deep beneath the city of Des Moines, deep beneath the earth, where his dreams are populated only with the screams of the incomplete. The pain and suffering of those within this tormented place is endless and excruciating, and the creatures that reside here are of nightmarish grandeur, limbs flailing and scuttling towards its victims. Listeners, Join me for a horror-filled episode of dark despair and morbid torture in today's hellish tale titled Dirt. This is, of course, a continuation of the last episode, so this is part two. Before we start, this episode is not for little ears and not safe for work. Please don't go blurring this around the office because it's definitely going to turn some heads. Now, mates. Turn off the lights, turn up the sound, and let's listen to this tale amidst the screams of the incomplete. Chapter 5 I screamed and shouted at the top of my goddamn lungs. I got out all my frustration, confusion, and pure terror out of my system by shouting the house down. I screamed until my throat was sore and my voice was hoarse. When I finally decided I had vented all that was to be vented, I became quiet once more and decided that with nothing else to do, I should just go back to sleep. There was no real way of telling how much time had passed here anyway. The lighting never changed much and the screaming never, ever stopped. I thought I'd been here for a few hours, but in actual fact, I could have been here for a few days, or maybe even a week. It was hard to sleep with the incomplete yelling all the time, but not impossible. So I closed my eyes and drifted into another uneasy sleep. I dreamt again, this time of the mutated, pulsating aberration that had disemboweled that poor young girl. It was just standing there a few feet away, snarling. Great globs of drool and blood hung from the sides of its wide grinning mouth, and that steady dripping sound filled my head, reverberating all around me, never ceasing. It dragged itself slowly towards me, making long scraping sounds as it moved that made my teeth chatter and grind. I wanted to run, but I found myself rooted to the spot, and I understood why. It wasn't out of fear, like when someone gets so frightened that they physically cannot move, nothing like that. It was that even in my dreams, even in my fucking subconscious, I was still strapped to the wall. It moved towards me making those horrific scraping noises until it was face to face with me. I felt its stank breath on my face and it sprayed some of its bloody spit all over me as it breathed. It reached out to touch me with those long, disfigured appendages. I awoke in a cold sweat 
tears streaming down my face. I shook myself back into reality and told myself that things would all get better in time. I may yet be able to find a way out of this insane place. In my heart, I felt that there was no true way of escaping my loathsome fate, not even in my dreams. After my senses tuned themselves back into the real world, what was left of it anyway, I felt a wave of powerful confusion wash over me. The lights illuminating the chamber had once again gone out, and I was plunged into a pitch blackness. There was no noise in the slightest. I held my breath. The demonic shadow creature was returning. It was almost exactly like last time, except the lights had already been extinguished. Perhaps this one was different. One of the shadow man's many esteemed colleagues, perhaps. I waited in suspense. My mouth was dry. I could taste the air around me, and it was most foul. I wondered who was receiving the monster's treatment this time. Poor bastard, whoever they were. Then it happened. The faint, ominous glow appeared in the middle of the room. The glow began to throb and swirl as great strings of color danced in front of my eyes in great rings. Black and white, blue and green, yellow and violet, they all contorted into one another forming shades that I didn't even know existed. It was beautiful. I found it hard to believe that such wonderful art could originate from such an evil being. Not long now, the ball of glowing light majestically began to grow and pulse faster, just like last time. Oh shit, why am I sweating? Its presence began to engulf the chamber, and I heard frightened gasps echoing around me, but no screams, just like last time. Please, go away. Contorted limbs, bent ligaments, and exposed bone began to form from the swirls, making cracking sound with every twist and jolt, just like last time. I don't want you to live. I don't want you to live. The light emanating off it suddenly gave way to every gruesome detail of this thing's mangled body, just like last time. It existed once more. It straightened up and raised its head towards the ceiling, taking great sharp inhales while cocking its head back and forth. It was trying to catch the scent of something. After a little more sniffing around, it apparently found what it wanted and stopped. It relaxed and exhaled deeply. And then it turned to face me, exposing its long, sharp teeth. They were still parted in that permanent grin. I understood perfectly. Oh no, oh no, oh Christ almighty no! It took a few lunges towards me, hobbling in that pathetic little dragon way like the previous creature, not all too dissimilar from its cousin. It continued towards me, making scratching sounds with its hooves as it moved. It made my teeth grind and sent cold shivers through my whole body. It made a growling noise in short bursts. 
It sounded like it was a form of demented chuckling. Please just go away! Pick someone else! It chuckled to itself sadistically some more and came closer towards me. I could feel its damp breath on me now. It smelled of rotten flesh. Oh God! For the love of God, someone help me! Then the creature stopped and stared at me, with a look of malice in its blood-filled eyes. It opened its mouth and spoke. I didn't even think it was capable of speech, human speech that is. It had a voice that sounded like grinding metal. It pulled itself right up to my left ear, and I recoiled in disgust, trying to pull away. God can't help you now. It growled. A blob of warm saliva from the thing's mouth landed on my shoulder. What do you mean? I asked, trying to stall for time so that I could postpone my bloody fate. It seems useless and almost childish now, but this was when that fucking thing was practically touching my nose and salivating all over me. The creature took a single step. A shuffle backwards and let out a low-pitched sigh. You should know by now that God hates you. Fuck you. Fuck you! God does not hate me! I screamed in its face and spat in its eye. I was trying to make it stop giving that loathsome grin, but it merely grinned wider, wiped the spit out of its eyes and proceeded to ingest it. A flicker of twisted pleasure shined in the creature's dark, cold eyes, and it breathed out with a shudder. This monstrosity seemed to actually enjoy having me spit on it. It was as though my act of hostility seemed to drive the soulless creature to... Oh, Christ. I don't even want to say it. Orgasm. I was revolted. I tried to give a little gag of disgust, but no sound came. It was like a foreign object had gotten stuck in the back of my throat that prevented me from making any sound. It weighed me down. It sucked all the energy from my body. The demonic entity stood for a while unmoving, and then it jolted towards me again, its blood-splattered face touching mine. It gave a heaving chuckle. It took one of its great blades that extended from its body and lightly punctured my skin below my ribs. I gasped as a sharp pain bolted through me. I'm going to take my time. Chapter 6 I began sobbing loudly, and the creature laughed in my face as it twisted its bone shards around my abdomen. I felt flesh tear and could feel one of my ribs beginning to protest under the pressure. I tensed my whole body, trying to block out the pain by focusing on keeping my muscles as constricted as possible. But it was no use. 
I heard a sudden crack and screamed. The pain was drowning me. There was a little shimmering halo around my field of vision. I could feel my head pounding. I could feel my heart drumming mercilessly in my ears. But most of all, I could feel the splinters of broken bone digging themselves into my flesh. The creature's grin was so wide now that it looked like a long curved scar that stretched across its entire face. Still grinning, it fondled my lung which caused me to gasp and choke. At this point I was beginning to seriously wonder why I had not yet died. No man on the face of this earth could endure such brutal torture. With each sharp inhale of air I made, the creature gave a moan of delight. It was sickening. Then, without warning, it brought its deformed appendages down on either side of my exposed ribcage and broke them all at once. It was just like how a karate master chopped through layers of concrete. And let me tell you, I knew how it felt to be those slabs of concrete then. I felt the upper half of my body give way and elongate as my heart and lungs fell out of my body and hung loosely before me. I could see my heart beating rapidly in front of my own eyes. The creature took a moment to take in my suffering and cocked its head, studying my reactions. I was now mimicking the incomplete perfectly, screaming my fucking head off. When it was done appreciating its handiwork, it shoved its sharp bones into my body again, slightly below my ribcage. I could feel my organs churning and flopping around, no doubt being shredded to bits by its massive arms. It paused for a moment and made a twisting motion like it was cranking a lever, and I felt a rush of warm liquid travel up my throat and spew out of my mouth. At this point I had grown accustomed to throwing up until I glanced at what was my chest and saw it covered in fresh blood coupled with big blobs of chewed up organ, possibly liver. I gasped a lungful of air and felt the sharp pain as my exposed lungs jabbed into a shard of bone from my former ribcage. I saw my intestines tumble out of my abdomen and heard the warm squelching slap they made as they hit the ground. Parts of them were still dangling out of me. Words cannot describe the feeling. The creature took another pause, breathing heavily, no doubt having another euphoric experience over my mutilation, and then it just sighed and walked away. Was it over? The last part of me that was still sane held onto the possibility that it was. I relaxed and felt the warm liquids drip down my chest. I was becoming very aware of the fact that my organs were becoming very dry and produced a great deal of friction every time I drew breath. Every time it happened I wanted to vomit. The stuff on the ceiling was still plopping onto my head. I didn't care, although what followed next makes me wish I did. It might have prepared me a little for my fate. 
I think I slept some more because I remember being hit hard across the face and glancing blurrily around to see the ungodly thing sneering at me. A finger's length away from my face. Beside it was an enormous mound of that hideous dirt. There was a steady trickle coming from the ceiling, adding little amounts to the already gargantuan pile. All of a sudden, I realized that the ceiling wasn't the ceiling at all, but rather the ground. I was underneath the fucking city, and the blasphemous stuff was leaking down into my prison. This didn't happen to that girl, not that I saw anyway. I suppose it's possible that it could have occurred when I turned away, especially with the previous demon's incredible swiftness. Before I could ponder on this for a second longer, the creature stuffed its bony claw into the dirt. It hissed and fizzed as great heaps of it were picked up. It seemed to cause discomfort to the demon being because I could see that its leer had been replaced with a look of endurance. The reason for the creature's pain became clear when I looked again at the dirt in its great arms. The little remaining flesh was being stripped of its bones steaming as it fell away. The creature held its dirt-filled bones out towards me, forcing me to breathe the dirt in. The smell was vaguely like a cross between fermented onions and a dying animal. I gagged, and that brought the smile back on the creature's face. I tried to plead with the thing to stop what it was doing, whimpering and sniveling, as it reached into the hole in my small intestine and deposited the dirt within me. As soon as the deathly shit was placed, I felt the vastest feeling of depression, anger, fear, loathing, and hatred I have ever felt in my entire life. My eyes rolled in their sockets as chemicals in my body shot around in every direction, Memories of my deepest, darkest secrets came flooding back to me. Events that left me feeling empty, cold and bitter, all suddenly were relived. Every cuss, mean-spirited and spiteful thing, every dirty thought, every injury, and every ill-hearted thing directed towards me was reawakened and amplified. They saturated my head. I felt like I was about to explode with negativity. Between all the flashes of images and sound of suffering, I could hear the creature laughing and could feel more great handfuls being thrust into my body, the memories intensifying with every heap. Throughout the entire thing, I was screaming. Once all the dirt had been stuffed into me, I could see through the corner of my eye that the hole had healed itself. I felt nothing. It was like the hole had never ever been there. The black infection of the dirt had seeped into my intestines. I wasn't surprised. The memories of every sick feeling in my life were pounding in my head so hard and so fast that I couldn't feel anything else. It was all that remained. I had no choice but to watch as I was shown every bleak, disgusting aspect of everything I ever experienced. And I screamed. Watching and screaming, watching and screaming, watching and screaming. To whoever finds this, take it as a word of warning. Because I now realize what all 
this is. This is my eternity. This is everyone's eternity. It has been every single person's fate, every person's reason, and indeed, every person's very purpose since the day they were born to face this torment. I understand that I was dead from the start, ever since I woke up on the cold road of Des Moines. How I died, I still don't know. I also understand what the dirt is now. It is sin. It is our sin. And our destiny is to face it. To face every sin we've ever committed until the end of time, over and over and over again. My only advice to you is this. Be good to your fellow man and try to avoid confrontation whenever possible. Who knows? It just might soften the blow. Mates, talk about a truly hellish environment and a fate worse than death. It's interesting that we don't know whether this person deserved this at all, what the girl did, and what all the incompletes did to have their insides ripped out and recombobulated into a grotesque flesh sack. And where the hell did those creatures come from? Born out of beautiful light? That's strange in itself, yikes. I like this kind of mystery and I hope you enjoy the tale as well. Truly mysterious and creepy just the way I like it. Right now though over here in Western Australia, it's pouring down. And whenever this happens, I'm always worried about a power outage. This happens every now and then. And you probably can't hear it, but it's raining heavily. And all it takes is one mishap on the power line to knock an area out. That being said, I'll move swiftly so as to ensure this episode actually gets uploaded. <laughs> one zap and I'm out. I want to thank my epic Odinite Tea Titan, Majestic Queen of the Cats, Maya, for supporting me at your colossal tier. I'm putting time aside this weekend to use the new software that you've helped me attain through your support and your monthly donation secured more access to already existing editing software which allows me to edit audio on the fly and really quickly making my life so much easier when it comes to sound editing and this improved access means improved quality output so thank you so much Maya opening the doors for this podcast as always you're a godsend. Cheers. My brilliant white tea warlord, Leza Balzuka. Thanks man for your epic support as always. I've put time aside to continue on the script cutting and script allocations. The past couple of weeks have been pretty flat tack busy for me, so I haven't really had a proper chance, but now I've finally been able to put time aside. So I can't wait to start getting lines cut up properly and sent out to all the possible voice actors for the upcoming suspense script. Cheers, man. You're helping in making it happen. And my next white tea warlord, Paige Kramer. Goodness, thank you for your awesome level of support, Paige. As always, love and our discussions, and you always have the most interesting facts every time you amaze me. Mate, thank you, Paige, for your brilliant level of support. And I received your lovely messages and cannot wait to sit down and respond. Thank you so, so much, Paige will be in touch page and of course the fuel that ignites the engine that shoots this podcast but into the sky my ill great enforcers i'm lucky to have chad warren just heather juicebox andy peter Raffelli, 
Tasha Moncrief, Christina Boyd, Dolphin and Cow, Michelangelo, Yakone, Tea Time Drinker 1, and Divided by Zero. Thank you all, mates, for being your usual selves. Awesome and always giving. Have a wonderful weekend, and as always, mates, till next we meet.